Ooh, that looks tasty. Welcome, folks, to The Hungamers, back with our second episode of Boards and Brews. And today I'm joined by Baron Dittler of Meet Me at the Table. And first off, Baron, what, what, what brew do you have today? I have a nice Kona beer. Oh, really? Well, today I have this uh, Oktoberfest from, it's a bunch of German words. Sadly, if I tried to pronounce them, I would screw it up terribly. So it is an Oktoberfest, and it's actually a really good one. It's kind of like an Octobery fest with a Pilsnery added to it. So I, I really enjoy this one. You can try to pronounce it. It'll just be like your new names for your Kingdom Death characters. <laughs> Very You're true. I'm, I'm slowly running out of names since people keep on dying. I wish they would not. I wish they would stop dying. So first question. We always start with this with first-time guests. It's a one, two, three, four-part question. Four right. parts. All right. Four Hopefully, parts. I get four, four out of four. That's my goal. All right. So, one, who the crap are you? Two, who? what is your channel? Three, what is your shtick and how and why did you get started reviewing it? Oh, my gosh. All those are fantastic questions. I've got like multiple stories for all of those, except I'll try to keep at least somewhat small. All right. So, who am I? Well, I, my name is Barrent. I'm actually, uh, I have had many experiences in my life and done many things. Right now I'm an OR nurse. I work at a surgery center. We do a lot of eyes. Oh, and... are you? I am. I am a nurse. It's amazing. We have a lot of fun. So we do a lot of operations. It's a lot of fun to be in the operating room. It's uh, been a dream of mine to be there um, ever since I was young. I wanted to be a surgeon, but well, that didn't pan out as well as I was hoping because there's a lot of schooling involved and I wasn't too focused. But as time went on, I uh, went through college. We actually got to go to the Peace Corps for a couple of years, went to Poland and taught English for a couple of years. That was found out where I did not want to be a teacher, <laughs> though my mom was a teacher and that was something I was thinking about, but decided not to go that route and went back to the medical field. And lo and behold, then I found board games and video games and all those fun activities outside of life. And that's kind of who I am, I guess. It's kind of a roundabout hodgepodge of getting to where I am now. But I did find my way and I found my, of course, I married two kids. Uh, absolutely fantastic home life. We enjoy ourselves a lot. Even through COVID, we've been able to play a lot of games, hang out together and just be a family. It's been actually really enjoyable, even though there's a lot of really hard things going on in this world right now. But Aside from that, what is your channel? My channel is a board game channel. I know you're absolutely amazed by that. Uh, I do a lot I mean, of- We were hoping for, you know, uh, a uh, horror stories of the OR room channel. Oh, fully, horror stories fully, of the OR channel. Fully that, animated. <laughs> going to be the new one. King, Kingdom Death, right? Yep. That, that's why I like Kingdom Death so much. Reminds me of- No, it doesn't at all. It's not even close. I'm not going to make it sound bad. No, no. Yes, that would be my second channel, actually. We'll do we'll do horror stories of the OR. <laughs> but let's see. We do, we do I, I do, I should say, uh, solo and co-op board games, uh, mainly because I'm the only person doing it, so it's hard to do competitive stuff. And I don't really do competitive stuff. Even with my family, I try to stay away from competitive stuff. We have two boys. They are often competitive as they are. I hear a lot of, I'm going to hit that Ridley and things like that. So we decide to kind of keep things more lighthearted and enjoyable to the family. Uh, is Ridley named after the character from Metroid? That's funny. You should mention that. Actually, no, he's named after Ridley Scott. My wife actually came down the stairs and saw a picture of the alien poster I had up and she goes, Ridley Scott, Ridley. Would that be a pretty good name? And I thought, hmm, you want to name my kid after the director of one of my favorite movies of all time? Totally on board. Let's do it. So that's how he got his name. That's because of Ridley Scott. He, I, and I, it, it stuck. It's perfect. 
my wife's also a teacher, so she's seen many different names come through her doors. So sometimes it's a little tough for her to pick names, um, some bad connotations, good connotations. So it's just how it is. I don't know. That's what she told me when I named out a couple names. She went, mm, no. <laughs> but we got some great names for our kids. And we're happy to have them. It's been a lot of fun with these kids. Now, let's see here. Um, to co-op solo, it's all I do. Don't do competitive. Um, watch my stick. I guess my shtick is that I'm excited for board games and I'm excited to bring them to everybody else that is around and able to watch and play them. I guess one of the things is I had so many games that were campaign and solo and cooperative driven that I didn't have enough time to play them. There weren't a lot of people that were coming to play these games, but they kept compiling up and up and up. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to start recording them. And so that was one of the ways that I decided to start bringing these games to people. Now, that brings me to why did I create my channel? Fun story. Ready for it? <laughs> you were you bored. Heard, yes, yes. You're totally bored of it by now. You might have heard of this channel called One Stop Co-op Shop. It's run by Colin and Mike, Steve and Peter, and they do a fantastic job over there. But it was originally, of course, Colin by himself when I found the channel. And at the time, he did a top 10 like dungeon crawlers. And I thought, oh, these all look pretty good. And there was an outcry to him going, hey, we haven't seen you play Myth. And finally, he kind of said, you know, I haven't played Myth. I have it, but I'm not sure if I'm going to bring it to the table. And so I reached out to him. First time I've ever reached out to a person ever through like the internet. I had never done this before. And I found out that he was in Minnesota. And so I thought, you know what? I've got a painted set of Myth. Do you want to do it on your channel? And he said, I thank you for the offer, but I'm not sure I'm going to do it. So I thought, well, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to figure out how to do this. And I'm going to create videos. If the guy who I just reached out to has a couple kids, a job, and can do this. And wanted gonna... nothing to do with your idea. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing to do with myth, that's for sure. I thought, if he can do that, I probably should be able to do that. And from that moment, I realized, you know, really anybody can do this. And I really love to help people out when it comes to trying to figure out if they can do this. It's not. It was something I looked into. I did a little bit of research, and then I just started to go. I did Myth, that was my first game. Then The Seventh Continent, I did that one because I really wanted to play that, but all my friends said, eh, not too into it. And I went, well, then I'm going to do it on my channel. I'm just going to do that game. And so and from then on, it's just been game after game, and it's just been a roller coaster, and it's just been such a fun roller Actually, I shouldn't say roller coaster. That has ups and downs. This has just been a climb up. I've just been having a straight-up mountain climb. It's been so much fun. I've had so much fun doing this, and I'm rambling. What about you? Tell me something about you. Hi, Listen to the last. Listen to the last episode. We already talked about all this mess. All right. So that's your that's your answer to your first question. That was four parts. Did I get a four out of four? At least a, a B minus. You're a teacher, right? Uh, well, I don't teach math, so <laughs> you know, I don't have to know that. Uh, but so for everyone uh, listening or watching, clearly, uh, Baron is all about dungeon crawls campaign games so that's what we're going to talk about this week and also we're just coming off uh we just finished and it's probably not the first ever but i'm going to say the first ever cross channel campaign which we did of dungeon alliance and we're going to kind of wrap up the episode we're going to talk about dungeon alliance and our, our thoughts on it kind of somewhat reviewer style but not really more just personal personal feeling style um but the other set of questions that I started with last week and I talked about a little bit uh, last week was we started with Kickstarter. Love it. Hate it. Why? Obviously. So, so for me, I, I, I love, you know, you have that, uh, 
you know, that excitement about what's going on. But then the complaining starts and it's even worse when the complaining is legitimate complaining and this stuff starts getting delayed. Like, well, I knew it was gonna be delayed. How did you not know it was gonna be delayed? It's always delayed, man. It's always delayed. There have been so few Kickstarters I've been like in backing that has actually come on time. And when they do come on time, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. I'm amazed. If they're not on time, I'm I'm in the opinion that I would rather have the producer or publisher or whoever's making this game really take the time to get that game as perfect or as good as they wanted it to be as opposed to shipping it to when it can. I know there's like all these different factors that are just uh, other than just, oh, I want to make this great game and it's going to be great. And I'm going to take as much time as I need. I know there's other factors, money involved, time involved, because of course time is money. And so sometimes they have to push up. But if it's a little bit delayed, and I, I usually don't have a problem with that. I've done a lot of Kickstarters or backed a lot of Kickstarters, probably more than I should have. Well, you did just get one that was what, three years late, the Diceborn Heroes? I did. I got Diceborn Heroes. Um, it did. That's a that's an example of just patience. Um, I wasn't part of the pitchforks and brooms and, and, and torches going after anybody. I know that sometimes things just don't go the way that people are hoping. Um, there's a lot of factors that we don't know that are taking place. Um, and I'd like to, um, I think one of my problems is I always have a really good heart and I believe everybody is out to try to do good all the time. And so I know that might not be the greatest approach to have, but that's kind of how I approach everything. I think everybody has their good intentions and I would hope that they always do. Yeah, so, so clearly you're in the love it camp. I, I do. It's a glorified pre-order is really how I see it. And when I get it, that's great. You know, it's funny talking about we did mention things being delayed. I just backed one, and as of the day we're filming this, it's live for five more days, and it's got big old mechs and stuff, and it says it's going to deliver in December. This December? This December. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Maybe this guy ha or the the group that's doing it has a great plan, and it's going to happen. And if it does, more power to him. I mean, it, it's 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 IDW, so they're they're big. Mm -hmm. So maybe they have um, a lot of it already in place and ready to go. I don't know. I don't know anything about the game, so we'll see how it all transpires. Yeah, you know, and I, it looks fun. Um, I'm not going to be bent out of shape if it's delayed. You know, mm -hmm. every now and then I'll, I'll get all bent out of shape, and not I'll get bummed, really bummed that it's been delayed, like. Uh, Merchant's Cove has been delayed. Totally acceptable delay. But I'm super bummed. Though, I got a prototype right over there. So I, yeah. I still play. No, nobody <laughs> else does. Um, That's pretty actually, good. just the other day, I played with two of the designers on it. Nice. Because they don't have prototypes anymore because they had to send them off to potential distributors in other countries. Huh. See if you know, someone else wanted to be the localized uh, okay. distributor and so it sounds like i'm the only person in america with a prototype now wow so i was playing over zoom with two designers that are testing out some some new ideas and stuff or you know some expansions down the road maybe so i was sitting there with the uh you know the, i had the ipad in my hand and i was oh, yeah. logged, you know, like an extra camera and i'm moving that around <laughs> and the, yeah it was great yeah. You gotta, you gotta get on board with the whole. Like, I, I backed Vorpal. You gotta get on the Vorpal board thing. That's the deal. That's, that's gonna be the real deal. I'm pretty excited for that coming out yeah. pretty soon. 
But yeah, for pretty soon, 2029, right? No, they've got it. It's coming. It's it's pretty much ready to go pretty soon. Uh, that's one of the Kickstarters I'm excited for. Um, they've done a lot of it and really sped up their production because of all the COVID stuff. So they're having a lot of people are doing a lot of their own games with friends through Skype and Zoom and things like that. So they're trying to get on board at that platform. And it looks really cool. I'm pretty excited for it. So, But when it comes to Kickstarters, right about now, I've got so many games. I'm totally set. If something gets delayed, when I get it, I get it. And when I get it, I do an unboxing usually get a playthrough out as fast as I can because I'm usually pretty excited for the game that I get. Um, if it has minis, you know I have to paint those minis before I put them out. That's actually one of the requirements when I started my channel was that I was going to attempt to play every game with painted minis. I had to break that rule one time, and that was for... Reichbusters. It was Reichbusters. I had to break the rule. The reason I had to break the rule was because they have the system that is basically the unpaintable system. They created a game with an unpaintable system. The system is any game that when you play it, you can pull any any enemy and put them on the board. So if that's the case, exactly. But when you have that many miniatures, it's not going to happen real fast. If you have only a small set of miniatures that are going to be able to hit the table, but maybe you have a bunch of them, but they maybe scale in difficulty. But in this game, at any moment, anything could hit the board. So it was just so hard for me to even contemplate painting that before I played it. So that was the one rule I broke. I was like, you know what? And I've come to the decision that if games come out like that, I just have to go with it. I can maybe get the characters done, but I can't get those those actual. Yeah. Well, I started, um, and it's your fault, actually. Um, <laughs> the painting. You know, I, I started painting the characters. It was like the last, and like for the last two games of my uh, Barnacle Bay uh, playthrough series, um, I just did the spray and uh, a wash and dry brush the bad guys. So yeah. Pop a little bit. And then, you know, the heroes look that much more heroic. Yeah. But now, now I don't want to play anything if I it's haven't done anything to it. Like yeah. I, I finally, I played one game of Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. And I had two days where I could play, but I spent one of them painting the two characters I decided I was going to use because... I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, you have to. I, you know, I was, I have to admit, I really, I got into painting back when I was doing, I, I played Warhammer Fantasy. Um, and so, I don't think I knew that. What, what, so did I. What, and I had my whole army painted. Oh, did you? Back, that, back in middle school, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I started in, uh, well, I'm old. So I started old when I was old. Um, we started the end of seventh, early eighth edition. Or was it eighth going in? Oh, it was eighth going to Age of Sigmar. Um, so just recently, I guess you could say, in Warhammer world. So, uh, right, we, so right before they canceled the whole system. Pretty much, and started their whole new, brand new way of doing everything. Completely. So, of course, my friend and I, we, we don't play anymore. Uh, we, but I had an orc goblin army that was pretty, up, everything was painted. It was one of the things. You had to paint it to play it. That was our deal with our friend. Um, and I also have an empire army. And I had a tomb king's army, but I sold the tomb king's army. And yeah, then, that's why I played Empire. Was the last one I finished, okay. on, and I enjoyed. And I was just telling someone today my biggest because they had put up, they found a bunch of their Warhammer minis. Mm -hmm. so my biggest regret when I was playing, knowing who I am now, is I didn't play pure goblins. Ah, they're, they're so fun. Stupid. They're fun. I I didn't play pure goblins either. I used the orcs. I had to have some oomph in there. But yeah, it was it was it was a good system. It was fun to play, but. It was pretty daunting trying to paint all those minis, but I learned a lot doing it. And that was really what got me into painting when I got into board games. And I noticed there was less minis than Warhammer. Surprise, surprise, most of the time. 
and it was neat to learn all these skills. And I learned everything from painting on YouTube and talking with my buddy who was pretty much doing the same thing, watching things on YouTube. And so learning all these techniques and all these things from YouTube really got me to where I was. And as the paints developed, it now, of course, we have those contrast paints out there, perfect for board games because you can get them on the table fast and be able to start playing. It's so good. Am I going to win any golden paintbrush or anything like that? No, I'm just, I, I consider my painting style, what I call it is slop and drop. You slop some paint on and you drop it on the table. That's the deal. That's my painting style. I don't do anything flashy, anything exciting. Occasionally, I try a little, I branch out and try something different a little bit and see how it works, but a lot of the times that's what I do. So yeah, I'm glad you're into painting. Painting so much fun. It is relaxing. You know, I, I told my buddy for Christmas, um, because he's, he's, he's harder to, you know, if you're looking in the board game realm, it's hard to find something for him because, you know, he, he'll back the Kickstarter that he wants, you know, or, or he'll find, you know, so it's tough. Like I've managed to, uh, there have been some games that he's like, oh man, I really like this game. Or I think really think I want to maybe back to some Kickstarter. You think you can get it? <laughs> and a couple of times I've been able to actually get a prototype sent. Nice. You can try it. And uh, uh, there, there's one of them and it was right when lockdown started. And it showed up so we couldn't come to do it. And the play mat was eight feet by four feet. Oh my gosh. I think I saw that. I think you sent me a picture of that. Yeah, yeah. Because I had to, we had to play it on the floor. <laughs> there's only two of us i had to zoom him in and i was doing the same thing i had to spread it on the floor and like crawling around over the mat um, you know, and then he's dedication right there dedication right there uh it's huge so th there's there's been a bit, been a couple of those but i told him i was like you know what if you really want if you pick one of your things i'll do a crappy paint job on it and he's like yeah rising sun i'm like mm, maybe i'm maybe i'm taking that off the back that's because because he has everything wow just everything for it um i think everything uh but you know yeah that'll be an undertaking there that you got your you got your uh project to do outside of all your work you're doing for school yeah along yeah. of course with hungry gamer why would you? Yeah. Well, and of course the theater company so, oh yes that's right i'm guessing is that starting up soon no i no. mean i mean uh yes and no we're, we're yeah. transitioning to all digital stuff Okay. Um, our show we were going to do in uh, December, we've already had to cancel that one, shifted okay. to a one-person show that's going to be totally filmed and online, where we commissioned some other things that are going to be digital only. But yeah, we, we're hoping we'll be in a theater December 2021. Okay, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, we, got, we have season tickets to the Children's Theater, and this year they're doing all digital productions. You can get like a like a key to the like the stream, and then you get to watch the play from home. Is what they're doing. That's how they're doing it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, have you have your kids been enjoying it? We Watching haven't them? actually seen any of them yet. I don't think I don't think the season started yet. Gotcha. If it did, I missed one of them or two. <laughs> Game. Um, anyhow. We're totally digressing. Everyone's like, why are they of talking course. about kids? I'm not going to watch this tonight. They're talking board games. They're talking theater. They're talking school. They're talking yeah, nursing. Like, they, 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 we don't care about their social life. So you know what? I play campaign games. I love campaign games. They're a lot oh, of fun. Wait, no, now, you skipped. You skipped. I skipped. What I skipped. You're the biggest impulse Kickstarter you've done and your biggest Kickstarter regret. Just a reminder. Oh, my, biggest, had, my, my biggest regret ever is Dungeon Saga. That game was garbage. <laughs> That's funny. I and I am just, not getting anybody that loves it on my side ever again. <laughs> that's 
funny because I just saw someone had a picture of it, and I was and I, I was like, oh, I was like, maybe that looks kind of interesting. I'll try to find it. I guess now I'm not. Did you do a video? I did not. I, this was way before I started the channel. This was back when I had a couple of guys that would play dungeon crawlers with me, and we tried this one out, and it just it had a simplistic D6 system, and and the, I think the biggest problem I had with the game was the fact that I didn't recognize how much of a one versus many it was going to be. And that just instantly kills anything for me. Like we were playing Myth together, which is a completely cooperative dungeon crawler. And then I got Dungeon Saga. And I'm thinking, this is going to be our next one. This is going to be, it's supposed to be like, uh, what do you call it? Which, again, didn't even think about it. Hero Quest in the bot, in a bot, new Hero Quest from uh, Mythic Games. No, it wasn't Mythic Games. Who was it? It was, anyway, I forget who it is. It might have been them. Can't remember exactly. And I thought, this is going to be, when, then when I thought, it's going to be like, Hero's Quest, well, that's a one versus many, and I didn't even think about that. So here I'm expecting this fully fun co-op game or something that's similar that isn't going to be. And it found out all it was was it was them trying to figure out how they can beat me before I destroy their mage. Because the other three characters were a lot harder to kill. So I just tried to figure out how to kill the mage. And I thought, hmm, not digging just the, I'm going to go kill the mage, and they're going to try to kill me. And so... That was my biggest regret. Sold that thing pretty quick. Yeah, gosh. I, I really don't like one versus many in general. No. Uh, I, I now I say I'm waiting for one, uh, Valor and Villainy. But that just seems like a lighthearted one, one versus many. And, you know, I'll play one versus many. It's going to be over in an hour. Right. I mean, like, I don't But, yeah. The campaign general, one versus many, that just didn't, it didn't fly with us at all. And it was really too, hard to, for us. Really hurt feelings. Excited. I mean, not necessarily really hurt feelings, but, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't, kind of, even the production quality on it wasn't as polished as I just experienced with Myth. Myth was a pretty polished game and had some really good components. And this, their components weren't even that great. But of course, a lot may have changed with them. I know they put out some expansions for it and some, I think they have a solo mode for it now that I haven't yeah. even tried. So who knows? It might have gotten a lot better. But the time I backed that and got it in my hands, that was probably my biggest regret so far. Um, impulse buy from Kickstarter. Oh, I died. All of them. All of them are impulse buys. I, <laughs> I hit the button. Bog, bog, buy now. <laughs> all in, uh, right? Right. All in. Always all in. I would have to say the biggest, any impulse buy would be something for me that I don't watch the videos for earlier. And I just read about it and go, you know what? That sounds totally cool. Boom. I'm in. I had to stop myself many times from doing that and watching a little bit of recording on some of them before I do impulse buys. Because some of those impulse buys can be kind of expensive. Some aren't. Um, what was one? It, it's, it's a hard question. I mean, I don't have to go through my, what, 200-some Kickstarters I've gotten here. I don't even know how many. An absolute ridiculous number. I'm out of control. 75. 75. Not probably as bad as some people. But going through them, I, the impulse, there's, there's not many. Because a lot of them are usually dungeon crawlers. So I do a lot of my research on it before I really get in. Because they're not cheap. None of these dungeon crawlers are cheap at all by any means. Which one was I totally upset about when I got it? Um, or at least an impulse buy for me. Well, oh, there's one down here. I know what it is. There is one I... Hex MMO trading card game. There you go. <laughs> so I had backed Myth. I had backed Kingdom Death. And I had backed uh, Arcadia Quest. And all the, these games that were... These are some of my beginnings of my Kickstarter career. And I saw this. Oh, it's Hex MMO. This looks kind of cool. It was an online MMO RPG like, card game. What was I thinking? It's not even a board game. Why would I hit the go button on that? So I guess that was probably my impulse buy. But it was very early in my Kickstarter career. Have you played it? Oh, that's that's the funny thing. I loaded up the beta for it, played it, 
Then I actually got a chance to try the game. I tried the game once, didn't exactly understand what was going on. And by the time I came back to it, which was, I think, years later, they had said that my account had expired. Thank you for all your support. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I'm glad I helped that guy get to his dream because and, and sometimes I, that's just how you're going to have to do it. It wasn't a ton to get into. So it was just nice to see that he got his dream. It wasn't my thing. I did it on an impulse, and I'm glad it helped him out. Yeah, the uh, I, what I said last week. The what my biggest impulse and one of my two biggest regrets was uh, Street Masters. Oh, because uh, I, I, you know, people already listened last week. You know, the, their last time that they, they know this, but I had resisted. I didn't back it. Yeah, I late pledged because I was backing Alter Quest. Oh sure. And I liked the idea. I was like, oh well, this one I'll get. I'll get this one quick. Yeah, comparatively, and. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I played it maybe 10, yeah. 20 times. And then I, at least you got the plays in. It's yeah, like then I sold it. Like um, renting a video game. But it was just way too much stuff. You so rented a board much. game. That's what you did. You went, to your, you went to the store, you rented the board game, and then you gave it back. Pretty you much, sold, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like renting a board game. Yeah, this is tough. Way, way, way too much. But let's talk about a real topic here. Real topic. So that the first half of the, of the if for those for those of you that got to hear the timestamp, okay, perfect. Now let's talk games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk, 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 talk about you know the you know because that that's that that feels like every podcast I listen to. That's the format, right? Like you oh. have your banter and talk about whatever, and then you talk yeah. about like a topic, and then you talk about a game, right? So that's that's how you do it. But you know, maybe you should go outside the box next time. We'll talk about pasta and things like that. Oh wow! Well, you know, it's boards and brews, right? So, oh, that's right, brews. We're talking about yeah. brews. I, I'm waiting for the first person to come on and be like, "No, I'm gonna have coffee is my brew or tea or something like that." Sure, but, there's people out there, that's for sure. Yeah, but no, no nobody's nobody's uh, claiming nobody's yet. Uh, the, you know, the two people. Um, <laughs> but so, so uh, we're just we're talking dungeon crawls, and you know, we kind of broke it down into a few few different uh, ways to look at it. So one of the kind of the big things now is the campaign but there are some dungeon crawls out there that it's i mean it's a one shot you go you play it once and you're done yeah um so are in between but there are yeah so thoughts thoughts do i like shadows of killforth yes one shot i would consider that almost a dungeon crawlery type thing you're moving around. Your guy's going, getting more powerful. Of course, they had some bumps and hiccups. I enjoy it. I think it's great. Are there some flaws? Of course there's flaws. There's flaws in every game. So one-shot dungeon crawl, I like. Uh, dungeon Alliance, one-shot dungeon crawl, I like. I thought that was pretty good. We had a great time playing that with you. Um, and we'll get to that one further on in our discussion, I'm sure. Uh, but as for campaigns, that's really where my heart is. I, I love campaigns. And it's, again, one of the reasons I started the channel. It, there's, I needed to get those campaign games in me i needed to get them out i needed to get them played and they were sitting up there collecting dust um arcadia quest kind of had a campaign that was kind of one of our original go-to games with my group um but again short campaign it was only like four or five missions you're done but you're also as it was it was the semi-co-op so again that's another topic in itself you could almost say um i do have a few of those and i enjoy them from time to time uh but i do enjoy the campaigns if you've seen my top videos of my channel, I would say over half of them are campaign games. Easy. Uh, Madara you know, hits it, number one, man. Yeah, so it's interesting because I have found, um, because one of my, my favorite dungeon crawls is uh, Wander, which is, I mean, truth be told, it's not the most brilliant game, but 
it's light and it's throw some dice and it's easy to manage and it's got an interesting story and fun character and it's just it's so much fun and i've now played through the whole campaign twice i did it once with my wife um which was a huge win because she actually really enjoyed playing it um she doesn't have any idea what it's called she calls it the polar bear game because she played the polar bear with the big old hammer and would run around smashing awesome. things um but she'd like old and then you could be a big bear smashing things well that's well so well, well uh, it might be too dark she might not like it it might, might be too dark <laughs> I don't um, think it's gonna be that dark. It might have some parts that might be a little rough, but overall, just the situation of that game, I can see being a little dark. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we we will see. Um, but now I have more of an interest in going back and playing that one shot because it, it's set up where it's like, oh, you want you want to play this mission? Just one shot. Well, here, take this much treasure and go. Mm -hmm. um, which you know I think is a really cool little way to do it so you know if you finish your campaign and you still want to play i mean i got no desire to play gloomhaven again i beat it i'm done <laughs> yep like i'm one of the few the proud ones who beat freaking gloomhaven i'm really close um, really close sadly COVID hit so i'm waiting for my group to jump back in together and we're going to finish it we're so close you're not close yeah we'll see like we magically somehow took almost a straight line nice like dumb luck Dumb luck. We, we meandered once into side quest territory, but then we just went whoosh. Nice. We just randomly went straight through to the end, and it still took us over two years. Uh, yep. So that one, I don't have any desire to go back and just do like a one-off. But point yeah. being, like, so, so the, those kind of one-offs kind of jump back in are interest, interesting to me. And like Alter Quest, I'm excited about that, which I know has some kind of a campaign, but not, mm -hmm. not really. It seems like it's mostly... Like they kind of put in a campaign so you can kind of connect and tell a story, but it's really made throw it down, do your adventure, get yeah. out. Uh, which, you know, after playing through our dungeon lines more and more, I'm interested in that. Okay. Um, even I, though technically dungeon lines, what we did was not one yeah. shot. It um, wasn't. It was a fun campaign-ish type thing. And, and, but like, but I would consider that a one shot. I don't, I, when I talk about campaign games, I'm talking about games that have hours and hours soaked into them to get through it it's like you're playing that you do realize like, it takes like three hours to play one game of dungeon lines right yes but <laughs> how many hours of king of death do i have out right now i mean come on we're a little bit over halfway too so i don't know you, your kids weren't born when you started no no but i have i thought about this i've been doing that on my channel for over a year now of course i don't do a video like every day so it's sporadic they don't and i shouldn't say sporadically i usually try to get about one a weekend but it's gone over a year now, a year of playing Kingdom Death, and I haven't lost interest in it. And that's really exciting for me that this game has kept my interest for that long. I haven't hit a point yet where I kind of thought, you know, not really digging it anymore. So that game's awesome, and that's a huge campaign. Madara, huge campaign. I've played almost all the way through Act 1 with Steve from One Stop Co-op Shop. We've been playing it together, and it's been an absolute blast. And we've been, like, See, making our own characters. Uh, no, he actually is out in North Carolina, but he uh, we're doing it on tabletop simulator. They put the entire first act out on simulator. So we're allowed, so we're able to play it there. And together we've been playing it through tabletop simulator. I'm totally insulted. I've not been invited. Wow. Well, you know, we only invite the brave, the strong, and the few. So <laughs> you know, I'm hoping, I mean, I, you know, I reached out to Succubus uh, and they 
they said yes, but you know, who knows what happened. So they might be sending me one to, to put on the channel, which I'm I'm both excited about and terrified of because where am I going to put it? It's 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 kind of big. I've I've played bigger. I have played bigger. Um, the awesome thing about that game is that game you can paint and play. That's a paint and play game. It is. I thought, it was I thought all the bad guys were standees. No, oh, I've got the miniature version. I don't know. Some of the they have both. You can either get a standee version i believe or you get the miniature version or you can have or both come with the game and then you can choose which one to use of course i use miniature one because i'm just that way and so i uh <laughs> but this is what i call a paint and play game because as you're being able to play it you have your four characters you paint them up boom your four characters are ready to go you can look in to see what you're fighting next oh i'm fighting this type of monster i will go paint that monster boom you go paint the monster you come back and so the next day you're ready to go for that game you play that game you go on to the next mission and you see oh it's still the same guys i can keep playing because it's the same painted guys and i'm going to the next one oh it's got some new monster boom you go and paint the monsters you come back it's not a flip the card and 90 monsters any of the 92 monsters in the box appears the not paint and play game this is a paint and play game it's awesome and, and not only that the story is fantastic it's I kind of like to say it's almost like a CW show you're watching, but it, it does get a little bit darker. I shouldn't say darker, but it gets more mature as the story progresses from what I understand. You start off like graduating from school and things like that. So it's a little bit more in that vein, but then it gets, from what I understand, it does actually get a little bit more. I shouldn't, I don't want to say mature because I'd hate to turn people off to it by saying it's going to be like mature because I don't think it's going to be as mature as I'm thinking it's going to be. It's not kingdom death by any means. You know, not 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 much is, but so so. Well, what is it about the the huge campaigns that that, that grabs you? Because because I I guarantee if there is a big thing that came out on Kickstarter tomorrow and it said 120 hours of gameplay, you would be like back. That's impulse buy time. Impulse buy. Dude, what I, mean, might I guarantee you back Stars of Acarios, didn't you? I did. I did because that looks awesome. It has a cool look. And you know what? The other thing about each of those campaigns and those big giant games I buy or back, I always want to make sure it has something that isn't in something I already own. And that's getting kind of tough because I do have a lot of these campaigns. What is it about them that I like? I love that huge story. I love the, that's what I'm expecting out of something like this. I'm expecting a story that I can play through and enjoy. Did I get that in Gloomhaven? Of course, a lot of people say, eh, story is done. But of course, then you had the mechanics of the game that really made it work. And it really it worked with people. If I played it by myself, I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much. But the other games that I have that I've been playing by myself, the stories are incredible, and I'm really enjoying the stories. I know Kingdom Death is an odd duck in that form because they don't really have a story. You're kind of it's cool because you're kind of building that story in your mind as to how this whole world works. Yeah, but and each only, of those kind of encounters and everything yeah. has a story to it. Like you have right. that, the Twilight Sword person who keeps coming back and yeah. shoving non-working so. swords <laughs> into people's hands, <laughs> and they die three years later. <laughs> Um, so I mean, you know, there is, so there, but there is story yes. there, and you know, and and that's kind of where I'm with you. Like for me, I want, though I'm starting to realize, do I really want 120 hours of gameplay? Maybe not, because because even, even if the story of Gloomhaven was memorable, which is not, over two years, am I really gonna remember? No. Mm -hmm. I'm not. It's amazing you know. what you do. It's amazing what you'll remember if you're playing these games. Remember these moments that happened, and then in the story, it'll discuss something that might have happened as part of that in the game. And you're like, oh my gosh, like she, like this part where somebody almost got attacked by this monster. Oh, I just beat that monster. So I, it's a similar monster coming up again, and I'll remember that in the story or something. But like you're saying, with Kingdom Death, the glimpses you're getting of this story 
through the different events and all these things is really cool. It's really, the story is really fascinating, but it has to have the mechanics. It has to have core good game. I think that's one of the issues I had again with Dungeon Saga. It's core mechanics and its story didn't work for me. Um, if your story works for me, fantastic. That's going to pull you most of the way, but you still need to have a good game. Um, one of my favorites is Folklore. It's a great story-driven game. It has a great story. You're able to pick different topic or different choices and these choices then affect kind of how the game develops you're not going to miss tons of the game if you took it it's not like a choose your own adventure where you go on this path and you never get to see this path which i enjoy I, i'm not a fan of having to not know half the story if i didn't take the path i want to kind of see most of the stories i'm playing through again losing replayability a little bit but that's okay when you're playing 120 hours of game <laughs> it's hard to get back to and by the time you back to you might forget some of it like you're saying but the problem with it is I wasn't a big fan of its uh, was a combat mechanics. And I know the updates come or the new ones coming. Actually, I get it tomorrow. I get the new uh, Kickstarter, the third way, the third installment of Folklore is coming to my house tomorrow, which would be awesome. Super I tried to get that one. Uh, you did? It, well, well, and they, uh, I reached out to Greenbrier and I had yeah. for, gosh, several weeks because lockdown had just started. I, had, I was just trading emails with them for weeks. I had a great grand old time. And then everything happened. It's like, okay, yeah, we're gonna send one out, and nothing ever, nothing ever came. So, oh, it's too bad. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, I'd already bugged them so much, and I'm sure they, you know, whatever forgot or whatever, or maybe they're sending me this new one. I don't know. Wow. But uh, uh, I mean, I was I was bummed because uh, you know I thought people would like seeing it. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I, I'd also heard that it's, it's a ton of bookkeeping, which was kind of intimidating anyway. It is a little bit. I think it's one of those bookkeepings that you grow that grows. So it's very similar. A lot of these games are like that, where you get like base armor, base weapon, go fight, roar. And then you maybe find an amulet on the ground. Okay, so now I got to kind of keep track of the amulet, what that does. And then maybe as you're going, you'll get a pair of boots. Okay, now I got to keep it. So it, it does escalate in that fashion. And they do add modifiers to dice rolls a lot. That's kind of how folklore works. So that kind of bookkeeping can be something. It's everything about the game I love, except for the combat, which I've heard they've really worked on. So I'm excited for that one. That one will be really good. I, I probably have sprayed totally off your path again. No, no, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about what, what gets you, what, you know, kind of like what, what will make you play these big games. And the other one for me, it's the characters. Mm -hmm. Like it's got, it's got to be something about characters that intrigues me. And you know, I was thinking about this, like with Wander, the anthropomorphic animal, like the turtle, the freaking turtle he looks pissed off and he's got a huge spike shield and a mace like yeah please i want to know about him you know, there's a goat that shoots fireballs yeah that's interesting yeah um, and even those uh the, even the dungeon lions the characters we had you know it's not even though there's not much story to it right their abilities mm -hmm. and their pictures and stuff told a story for anyone who suffered through our thing like they became like real characters to me yes they did you know Probably some of the best intros I've ever had on my channel. You know, but it's just, uh, you know, the, the characters will grab me. Mm -hmm. And then if you have some story along with that, then, okay, I want to go on this journey. Um, and that also makes me often want to play again is, you know, okay, well, now I want to do it with the other characters. Right. Which is another reason why I like to game like Wander so much because it's just straight up. It's like, yeah, if you want to switch out characters, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you found a really cool hammer. You want to use that with the turtle? Cool, whatever. Switch them out. Switch them out. Use the new guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, which which you know I think is just great. Um, but yes, yeah, so that that's kind of that, that's the one that that'll that'll make me be interested in playing something. 
which is why I'm surprised that I still watch your Kingdom Death videos. Because, really? well, there is no character because they're dead. They die a lot. This is true. The character is a civilization, and you know that. It's the settlement. That's the character. That who, that's the one who can't die. If that dies, you're done. And so all the people around it are just... You're going to be so thing. depressed if you get to, what is it, you, what do you, go, you go to 40 years? Is that what it is? In theory, it's 20 to 25 to 30. I have to look again on the sheet. Um, I know eventually you fight one of the characters, but then he expanded it to another five years with the 1.5 or 2.5 expansion that came out. And so I, and that came kind of with an update pack and everything. Um, but yes, uh, it would if be pretty If you get to year 24 and you lose it all... And you know what? That would it's funny that people would be like, wow, are you able to take that? I'm like, yeah, totally. That's what happens in the game. I'm sorry that happened. Uh, I mean, if you've seen any of my playthroughs, you know I'm so lighthearted about all that stuff. It actually is just it's just part of the game and you gotta live it and you gotta, it may you gotta be, have it. But when you're on year 24, if you and you get totally wiped and it's over, it's gonna feel like a kick in the groin. You know, I'll warn you, there are cards in that game that make me restart my settlement from day one. There are <laughs> things that can happen in that game that can have that happen. You know, it's funny because uh, uh, the game that we were talking about kind of off uh, off the recording, the Townsfolk Tussle, mm -hmm. which I, I'm uh, doing a preview for, it's very much feels like Kingdom Death Monster Light. It's, you know, uh, it's just boss fight, boss fight, but you do four boss fights in a row and the bosses progressively get stronger depending sure. on what level you fight them in. So any boss can be at any point. And, you know, their card says, oh, you're fighting him first? He's a chump. He has no abilities. Oh, you're fighting him second? He has this ability. Oh, it's the last one? Flip the card over. Here's the whole special scenario. By the way, you don't kill him until you've done this other stuff. You know, it's very oh. cool and interesting. Uh, and I was, might wind up also doing a playthrough video of it. And it occurred to me, I was like, but what if I die on boss two like I did last time I played? Video over. Sorry. No, that's how it goes. You know, and that's sometimes how it works. There's, there's been game. I mean, I've, I think my, one of my, uh, my solo playthrough of Nemesis, first Nemesis game. I put like five on the channel. Love Nemesis, fantastic game. I'm a it's big okay to be wrong. So it, it, it's not for everybody. I understand that. It's got the semi co-op, but they threw in a co-op, so it works. They yeah, even have. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna jump, jump in real quick with the, with the Nemesis. I played yeah. it once. Played yeah. it or, and. I almost backed it. I was like, uh, no, I was like, semi call. I don't, uh, I don't like that. And my buddy, Streamline Matt, he almost backed it, but neither of us did it. And we were at Origins and we're like, you know what? Someone in this room has this game right yeah. now. And we just wandered around till we saw someone had it in the stack. And he came, he set it up, we played. And they were looking at me like I was the dumbest dude alive because there was one rule that he didn't clarify. Because I didn't ask, because I would have given it away. And it was, you know, how you, 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 each person has a number, and your thing might say your objective is to make sure number two dies. Yep. Well, I was number two, and it was make sure number two dies. And I was like, wait a minute. So I can, so I can win if I just die. So I just went around attacking, making as much noise as I could, attacking every alien I could find. The queen came out, and I was like, let's do this. <laughs> And then, of course, I almost killed it, and I was getting mad. And then, of course, I died. And at the end, like, I win. He's like, well, no, if that's your option, you have to do the other one. I was like, he didn't tell you that. Yeah, well, you know, and if you, well, well, you didn't think of it. Right. Because only someone as dumb as me would just assume, oh, I kill myself, I win. <laughs> I'm sure there's been others. I'm sure there's been others. 
Oh, but, but anyhow, yeah, so you did that solo on the channel. I, I totally interrupted you. It was oh no, that, that was an awesome story. I mean. <laughs> It's actually pretty much what happened to this first playthrough. I had I had never put it on the channel yet. I was excited to get this out, and I played with the pilot. I made it maybe a third of the way through the game, may, at the most. And the queen came out twice already and totally slaughtered me. I'm like, well, that's the playthrough of Nemesis. I mean, I did do other ones later, but I was thinking, wow, that's I guess I'm showing the game off. It's a brutal game. It's tough. It's kind of like Machina Arcana when I played that one. It's brutal. It's oh, a hard, hard game. If I did not get the items I got in my playthrough. I would not have made it. And I played it other times and not made it. I mean, that was like the first time I actually beat it. And that was the first scenario. And there's so many other ones to even play through. That's another one of those one-shot dungeon crawlers you're talking about. I mean, it's not a campaign unless you, you can kind of make it one, but each, it comes with a pack of cards that is its own story. And just like Dungeon Alliance comes with its own like com campaign. But it does feel card. like a, you, you get a whole complete arc as right. you go through. Um, but you can yeah, that, one shot. That's a great, yeah which works really well. I love Mach Narcon. I think it's a great game. It's coming back to Kickstarter, actually. Tomorrow. Soon. Is it tomorrow? And I, I don't, tomorrow. I haven't had a chance to look into it completely, but I know it's got, like, uh, I think it's supposed to be very similar, or they're or expanding on it. I have to look into it. I'm really yeah, excited I, for it. I, I got to look a, at it's it. It's an expansion, and they, they rework some of the the rules, which I think is, like, the thing that you could print off offline, you know, like the, the paper that even the designer's like, yeah, no, you should print this thing off and do, yeah. do what this says. It was, it was a little tough. And I actually had the honor of having them in my comment section to actually help me with some of the rules. So it really helped me show off the game in all its glory and how good this game is. Without them, it would have been a little bit more, it would have been a little tougher to make sure I had everything going right. But even, like I've always said, even if you get some rules wrong here and there, as long as you're having fun, Number one, that's the number one thing about playing any game is you have to have fun. And if you're not having fun, you probably should be picking a different game. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, last one before we move on, everyone's bored. Like, oh, gosh, we're so tired of dungeon crawls. No one cares. Quiet, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, so what are your thoughts on the on the ones that are the short campaign? Like the, so I'll go back to Wander. I think Wander, yeah. it's 10 games. Okay. That's it. 10, you're done. 10 and you know, done. So that is 20 hours. Sure. Something like that. You know, what you have, you know, if you've got oh, that whole one. week open, your wife has taken the kids out of town and you're by yourself, no work. You got that. Are you going to dive into your Madara and just keep plugging through? Or are you going to, you know, bust out the other one that's, oh, I, can, I can do this whole story in this week. You could do that. I have to, I'd have to struggle to walk back there to find one. I either have one shots or I've got or I've got epic campaigns. I don't think I have too many. I guess like what do I even have? I guess like an Aeon's End would be. I have those campaigny type of things for that one. That was a really fun campaign that wouldn't take very long. Um, I had the Legacy and the what is it? The New Age where you play just the three uh, nemesises, nemesi, nemesuses, something nemesi. like that. Nemesi and you uh, <laughs> and basically. That would be a, a short campaign because they do have the little deck of cards and they kind of give a little bit of a campaign feel, which is kind of cool. I like how they did that. No, it's uh, interesting because now I'm kind of, as I'm, people who are actually watching, mm -hmm. not listening, yeah. I'm, I'm looking around and seeing which ones do I have that's a short. Oh, you can't quite see it. Um, no, I can't at all. It's, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's way down there. Arena. Oh, yeah. Arena the Contest. That's a short campaign. That is because I finished the campaign once and I really want to go back and try it with new characters right uh, and make different choices i think it was maybe six games 
Yeah, it's pretty short. Colin and I over at One Stop, we've shot, for those that don't know, Colin from One Stop is actually only 15 minutes from my house. We live really close to each other. And before this pandemic extravaganza happened, we actually started to get together, kind of doing some games. After Gen Con last year, we started kind of trying to meet up a little bit. Um, and we were going to play Arena. We played through, I think, the first mission and the second one. And then we we're going to do the third one, but that's when the Kickstarter came out. And so we said, hey, man, why don't we just wait? I know, again, we're waiting for everything how long for until the kickstarter lives but he's gonna have everything and so i thought you know we've got again we've got a lot of games we could play a game now I, I, some part of me when it comes to kickstarter it hurts to be the beginning of your board gaming career having to wait for that game to come can be a little rough and can be hard but if you're in a situation where i have all these campaign games already if one gets delayed or if I'm waiting for something, I can put something on hold. Um, I actually put Madar on hold for a while until they actually came out the like 1.5 rule update so that I can make sure them playing it the way they were hoping to have it played or have been, I guess they've done more play testing and listened to the community and kind of adjusted a few things. And so I want to make sure that's how I played it. So again, I put it on hold and went to a different game and came back to it just recently with Steve because the tabletop simulator has all that new stuff right in there, ready to go. It's adjusted some of the cards and things like this. To, and so we put on hold. Will we get to it? Of course we will. When? When the Kickstarter arrives. That's when we're going to go back to it. But I mean, I guess Shadows of Brimstone that I'm playing right now, that is a one shot if you want it to be, or it can be a campaign of whatever length you want it to be. You could level your guys up to level eight and go fight a dragon if you want. Or you could just do one mission and be like, hey, that was a lot of fun. Let's go to a different game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I go, I feel like I'm in general, I'm gravitating a little more towards the shorter campaigns. Though I want to have a few other, I, I want to have mm -hmm. a few of the others. So, but I got, you know, Oathsworn coming in yeah. December. It's not coming in December, you know, December yeah, 2024. So it's just going to be mass chaos. It, there, there was that one we one month where it was three heavy hitters all hit at once. And I know I backed, I backed two of them because Colin grabbed Iso Ferengard and I grabbed Anne's Trespass. Well, I'm sure that's not showing up till 2028. <laughs> um, I grabbed Oathsworn. So we have all three of those coming. I think he grabbed Oathsworn too, because that's one that you don't want to have some of the stuff spoiled. Because part of the deal is being able to experience the story and then fighting the boss and not knowing what it is because it's all sealed material. Yeah, you're going to be so, so, so disappointed in me. I totally got the standees version. You know, that's totally fine. I, you I, bet, are, I bet you got the, the changeable okay. arms, didn't you? I, I'm, you <laughs> and they're all going to be painted. <laughs> of course I got the arms. Oh, how awesome is that? You get to put the weapon you want on. It's just like my Kingdom Death guys. I magnetized their arms so I can put the right weapon on. Sadly, right now, all my guys are holding the wrong weapons, except for my, like, was it the Beast Knuckle guy? But all the rest that's of the guys are holding the wrong weapons. Really? Yeah, I got to get new weapons all these people, but... <laughs> <laughs> you got to build the weapon there. You got to build the parts and magnetize it. So I haven't gotten a chance to do that yet. Because yeah, so, uh, uh, my goodness, we've been rambling for forever. Uh, so what, of course. So I'm just going to push this ahead. Let's go. Keep to. going, man. I'm uh, sorry. We're, we're taking too much time. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, the, people can stop listening if they want. No. Uh, How can they stop listening? We're the best show on earth. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, what's on your table right now? On my table right now. Let's see here. Well, I'm going to let you take three guesses, and you can figure it out. Hmm. Cthulhu Death May Die. That's right. Nope, that's Kingdom Death. Um, Kushi Express. 
Cushing Express is right over there, thanks to you. I see it from here. It is my wife's favorite game to traumatize me with. And you're it, breaking out in hives just talking about it. She beats no, me all the so, time. So, so um, kingdom Death's on your table. It is kind of on my table. I actually just took it off. I finished recording that today. I also finished recording Shadows of Brimstone today. Um, the next thing that's actually going to be hitting my table, I have two things that are going to be hitting my table very soon. Um, I'm going to probably be going here next. I've got the Nemo's War. I would like to thank Colin over at One Stop Co-op Shop. He gave me the second edition of this. I actually went over to his house the other day and he taught me how to play it. And I'm excited to get it to my channel and actually try in a true co-op campaign or co-op style and love everybody fashion. I'm going to beat his score. That's my plan. That's, that's my plan. I'm going to try to beat his score. Of course, he's a master of the game and never played it. So we're going to see how this goes. Um, on top of that, I also have a Arkham Horror playthrough because we got those new investigator decks that came out just recently. They're all basically built decks for you. And so I'm going to try to take two of those people through a one shot and see how that goes. Again, there's a one shot for you. Arkham Horror can be a one shot or you can play. There's a small campaign game too, a six deck campaign if you wanted to. So that again, isn't too big of a campaign to get through. Nice. I play that one. That one's a lot of fun. Uh, that's a lot. And I'm, I'm glad you have your kingdom death. Cause I'm going to grab this right here. Oh yeah. I'm afraid of what you're going to get. Just what I had to reach behind the computer to get what's on my table. Oh, yes. What is on your table? Oh, That's yes, the, of course. The townsfolk tussle. tussle. The one you're working is, on. You know, like I said, kind of kingdom death light with the people who are listening. This is going to be lame. But uh, people watching, you see, it's kind of this kind of dark, cartoonish, creepy art style. And as you play through, there's stuff that happens in like the there's town events. Sure. Like you have your event in mm -hmm. like one of the ones. It's a huge, thick stack. It's like this thing. Really? So All I right. I like was spoiling too much, but one of the ones I had, it was, um, uh, you decide to, to race each other around the huge pile of corpses. Why not? Yeah. That sounds like a game. So it's that kind of dark, you know, and then the person who loses the race, oh, they twisted a muscle, so now you're worse off when you go fight this next ruffian, you know, or uh, there's one where it's... Uh, Oh, you see a body hanging from the top of the flagpole. If you're playing with the character who can fly, yeah, you can go steal his hat. Uh, his hat. So not take him down or anything, just steal his hat. Right. You know, so it's just this kind of tongue-in-cheek dark, and everything is bizarre and weird and creepy. And it makes no sense. Like one of the, the bad guys is the tax collector, but it's literally like a old-timey alms box. Like... The box suddenly like sprung arms and legs, and that's like, like it's weird. That's pretty awesome. I'm, I might be looking into this one. This one but sounds pretty cool. It it, it is. It, it's, it's I've well, I've only played twice, and the first time I played, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is really really easy. Turned out I just rolled really really well for one game because then this next time I played, I didn't even get to the end. Didn't even get to the end. No, nope, not even close. Got smashed. <laughs> um, which, which was great, which was great, I think. But let's talk about... That's our tables. That's our huh? tables. Yeah, that's our that's, tables. That's our tables. You yeah, can look at me at mine sometime if you want. Get it? That's my that's my joke. Oh, good. pretty good, huh? That's good. Anybody <laughs> who's just listening, you can see the uh, utter amazement at that joke. I'm amazed <laughs> now. Um, but Dungeon Alliance. Yes. So if anybody doesn't know, we did one of the adventure packs, which is you play through four games 
and there's a, an overarching story. It's not a huge story. It's kind of more of like a skeleton of a story. And in the game, you're drafting cards. It's a deck building Euro style dungeon crawl. So you're buying cards into your deck and you can buy story cards that advance the story and so on. And so we did one of those. He did the fir uh, first and the third game. I did the second and the fourth. And part of the fun of it to me is the drafting of your alliance and kind of just picking who it is you're going to have and then trying to work with them. But what do you, now that we have played with the expansion and the adventure pack, I know you've never played a competitive. I actually think it's probably quite a good competitive game for two people. All right. Otherwise it's going to take forever. Sure. Um, you know, and just a one shot because the way the competitive works is it's whoever finishes with the most, most experience points at the end. Right. You know, winds up being the winner. And if you get knocked out, you get negative experience points. But sure. talking co-op, now that you've experienced it as well as you're going to experience it for the moment, what what do you think? What I think? I think that there's no way I'm ever playing it without the scenario packs. Those are so awesome. Those adventure packs are really cool. Even if I'm just going to play one shot, I would just love to throw it in there because it feels like that's how you're going to learn about why you're in that dungeon. Otherwise, you're just going in the dungeon. Like for the Lost Alliance, like, oh, we're here to rescue the Lost Alliance. Even if I only got one member of the Alliance, it's like, oh, cool, I was able to rescue that Alliance member. Of course, then it wouldn't be, again, I'm guessing those can't be used in competitive then at all, could they? Um, there is uh, some way that you can do competitive uh, yeah. and you play through the whole campaign. I, I don't know what it is because it's not something I'm interested in doing. Right, right. Um, again, I would only do competitive ones, one shots. That'd be the probably your best bet. But I do really enjoy those scenario packs. I think they're fantastic. I think they add so much. I think I even said this in, uh, when I did it. Unbelievable amount of, re of replayability in there. Because even, like, we were lucky enough to get all four of our, those alliance members. But you might not because they're hidden inside a deck that just randomly start, you draw from. And so it's really cool to kind of see some of the story. Of course, we never, we saved the alliance members. We never actually fought any of the bosses that the alliance members got taken from. And it was really cool because one was a worm that and but we had to free one from a cocooned thing so it was like that ties together um there was the uh like uh, the spider the, queen and, yeah. and the spider queen we saved another one from yeah the slayer i don't know what was up with the slayer guy well so. he just he's probably the one that killed that guy and left him in the corner oh that's a good point and um i <laughs> chose probably does. <laughs> i chose not i chose not to fight him at the end i had the option yeah. and yeah, i was like you know what brutal. <laughs> i'm leaving that's right i'm out <laughs> i just left early <laughs> Peace out. See ya. <laughs> you know, because uh, it was it, which was interesting because, like, that wound is so total spoilers if for a little thing, but whatever. That was a total story moment for me mm -hmm. because to me, I was looking at it as so. I mean, one, I didn't know if I could win because I was one of my members had been killed, and we were playing with uh, the permadeath mm -hmm. variant, which I think is the way to play. It doesn't yeah. join competitive. Um, you know, if you're doing the campaign, I think it's absolutely the way to play. Um, but there's that, but then I was like, gosh, and like, how demoralizing is that? Like they killed the big bad thing. Like, do they really want to go chase down the Lieutenant when their dumb orc friend just died? <laughs> like, you know, like probably not. Oh, poor know? guy. And so I was like, ah, you know, we're out. We're just leaving. You know, we, we, we killed the Titan. We're done. We're out of here. Um, and and I don't, and I don't know if I hadn't been playing with those four characters. Well, only two games, but 
you know, and then watching. So for four games, I don't know that I would have done that. I was like, hey, whatever, who cares? Yep. But I didn't want the others to die. Yeah, you had gotten attached to them finally. You've yeah. played all those games. You've learned their story. You've gotten like you, you even like even I bet when you're drafting cards, you're thinking, oh, this is the kind of card that goes with this guy. It kind of fits really cool with what I'm how I've already built this character. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, and I think that's the beauty of those adventure packs. Is mm -hmm. it made and you know and I don't know what's going to get put out first, but in my review of it, I, I said you know I thought the game was a solid B B plus solo experience. Mm-hmm before the adventure packs and i played it a couple times and i think i may have played five times and then i just it's been on my shelf and i impulse backed those adventure packs because i wanted to like the game a lot nice uh, but yeah boy it's so like you know i've been i've been bugging you for two mm -hmm. weeks like let's set it up on ta tabletop simulator and sure let's do it because i just found out there he's putting all the expansion stuff on the simulator oh that's pretty cool I'll have, yeah, to go, I mean, I'll have to go check that out. I yeah. uh, I got my copy because I actually watched the second Kickstarter and I watched Colin's playthrough of it. And I was like, that game looks kind of cool. I'm pretty excited about that. And so I backed it with all the bells and whistles you saw. I had the mat even going on too because you need to have the mat in order to play. I guess you made that horrible going. choice. You got the three and four player mat too, didn't you? I did. <laughs> that is never going to happen. Never. I might use it for other games just to have, just have a mat down. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody that I would want to play that game at three or four players with. Well, you know what we'll do? We will just take all day. Huge game. was a game convention day. We'll sit a whole day aside, play four-player Dungeon Alliance. How I meant, can you even imagine that? I'd have to bring a book to read while I'm playing that game. Yeah, and like maybe we would finish. Maybe. Yes. Like, I think probably the hardest part is the fact the turns can potentially take a good a good chunk of time. And I think that's where a lot of the lot a lot is lost when it comes to playing with a lot of players, which is something that a lot of dungeon crawlers have problems with that I think is hard to potentially get around unless you can find a way um is they do have a tendency to sometimes have people sit and watch while the other people are taking their turn and you just kind of have to roll with it um the less people of course you're playing with the less you have to deal with that it's it's kind of tough but i don't know i i think it's well, cool. I mean, and, and i mean in dungeon lands it's that's a that's a heavy game i mean yeah. it's it's a there's lot, a lot of math there's a lot of math there's a lot of like thinky if I put this with this in order to get this bonus, then it should be enough. See, because a lot of the time they took out a lot of the luck element in that game where when it comes to Madar, it's like, all right, I'm going to run in there with my sword and I'm going to roll these two dice and hope I get enough to actually do something. And if I don't, well, we'll try to mitigate what that thing's about to do to me. It's not, okay, so if I need to get a total of eight. How am I going to get eight in order to take that thing out in one shot, which is what Dungeon Alliance does. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I, I have said multiple times like that. You know, people see Gloomhaven as the Euro dungeon crawl, which I don't agree with because you have those little cards you're flipping, which are Not basically dice. Mm -hmm. It's basically dice because you can get a crit, you know. Yeah. Not, and sure, you can modify it unlike a dice, but that's the yeah, other point. But there is two, three bad guys that roll a die. Mm -hmm. and one item that lets you roll a die and that is it i mean you can yep. choose to roll a dice a die to unlock a door but you don't have to do that you can just use all your movement and unlock the door right so like that is just pure you can pure take the luck out if you want to yeah which is for the most part so, yeah so i mean I, I like it but i never want to play that in more than i and i'm questioning we might be miserable playing that at two players 
uh, on well, fire. Shot sometime. Yeah, you know, but it just it's it's so much. There's so much going on. And even at the end, as I would go back and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, oh, I screwed that up. Oh, yeah, no, that's not right. <laughs> nope. It happens. Again, did you have fun? All that matters. You yep. get a couple of rules wrong here and there. That don't matter as long as you're having fun. That's yeah, the glory of board games. Yeah, the, uh, so what, where, where do you put that in your... Where do I put that? I put that on my shelf and I bring it out Every once in a while when I decide, you know, I haven't played a one shot in a while. But again, I've got so many back there that I haven't had a chance to play. I've got Deep Madness, another one that's a one shot kind of campaign. If you wanted to, you can link the scenarios, but nothing carries over. So I've got all that back there to play that I haven't had a chance to play. Again, that's a, uh, a hard game to paint because it's one of those not sure exactly what my enemies are really coming out. Uh, so. Well, then you just keep drawing until you get ones that are painted. Yeah. <laughs> totally i'll get right on that that'd be the way to play the game <laughs> yeah well my, my biggest fear the whole time playing dungeon Land was that you were going to kill somebody and i was gonna have to paint a new one i was thinking about it i was thinking about walking into a room with i don't know a giant ogre and thinking i'm going to kill him and i go oh no i didn't have enough i didn't add the numbers right oh well ah eh, so much for caldrax i totally did that in in one of them where i thought i had a great plan i was like oh i just did i did one damage <laughs> Oh. Oh, well. See, you didn't step back from the table for an hour looking at your board. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, the, um, you know, I, I think for me, I think it's a with everything mm -hmm. and only one one or two players. Yep. I, I put it in my, my my top my top couple of uh, dungeon crawls. Um, All right. You know, it's if I got if I got somebody who's willing to sit down and play yeah. for a while and is willing to to think like I'd never ask my wife to play. Um, it's up there, I think. Um, I'll be curious if it gets any more support after this. I feel like it's, it's kind of run its course. Yeah, you know? I think you got. I think you got enough to play with, so it's hard to imagine a lot more coming out for it. Um, and really, like I said, those scenarios pack make makes it. I've got four more scenario packs. I would be more than happy to play those. I have no problem playing those scenario packs. I think they're great, and I would play a four person four part campaign to do it again. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I've got a lot of stuff on my back on my shelves I haven't played yet, so I'd like to get those to the table first. It's not something I would reach for all the time to have to play it. Um, no, no. Well, it's, it's, it's too long. It's, it's, oh my gosh, the setup. It's a lot. Um, but of course, all, again, do we want to talk setup with dungeon crawlers? Because we're talking astronomical numbers on almost all dungeon crawlers. <laughs> I don't think, I think, I think Dungeon Alliance is the heaviest setup dungeon crawl I got. All right. More well, I'm gonna say more than Gloomhaven. We had the organizer for that. Yep. And my buddy, he always set it up. Okay. So that wasn't bad for me. That's I would funny. Go real that's something that's how my friends up. are. They come over. I'm the one who sets up the mission, and then they all get here. Everything's laid out. All they have to do is just play. And then when we beat it, then they'll go play like the Switch or PlayStation or something. While I set up the next mission and get it all set to go, and be like, okay, we're ready to go. And I'll read them like that, like 20 second story part. They're like, okay, here we go, Rawr. and we go right back into it again. So. That, that's 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 something so what do you have that's a heavier setup maybe arena the contest maybe i don't i don't even think so it's um i would say every game sword and sorcery i mean i've got sword and sorcery back there another oh. great dungeon crawler um that's that's got a decent setup time yeah Those there's a lot of stuff setup time um and my wife really enjoys that one so we have been playing folklore together i uh, 
Madara has a decent amount of setup time. You got to go to the right page of the book. You got to set everything up. But again, all this can be done. Most of that kind of stuff can be done pre-game, before the people come. And so to me, that doesn't count as setup. What counts as setup is having to do it during the game. If there's a lot of stuff you have to do during the game, that's where it gets, gets to be an issue. Uh, for me, at least. I don't mind putting games and taking games down. Heck, I set up Shadows of Brimstone today, recorded it, pulled it down. Set up Kingdom Death Monster, videoed it, pulled it down. And now I'm going to probably put on, uh, probably put Arkham Horror up next, play it, record it, pull it down. So it's just, I, I have no problem pulling games off and on. It's kind of it's kind of fun to kind of put games away and experience the, how they all got to put the box. You get to play the puzzle of put the things in the box. <laughs> you know, so uh, the, the reason I, I, I say Dungeon Line is such a heavy setup is that is the first game that I consistently mm -hmm. would set up before I went to bed. Yes. And then I'd play the next day. Because yep. otherwise, that was an extra 40 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, good places to hold those tokens. That's really a lot of the setup right there is that token stuff. And I've got these really cool, like clear things you stick on top of this black holder thing that holds all these tokens. I probably should have put it on my camera. I never even thought about it. People could have saw what it was. Um, Colin introduced me to him and I was like, those things are awesome. And so I was able to put every token in two of these. And so when I was reaching for them, it's just, I knew exactly where they were. I just covered them, put them back. I mean, they're still in the Dungeon Lions game. So when I come to set this thing up again, they'll just hit the table. No I, worry about I just tokens. had piles of stuff all over my table, just off, <laughs> just off the camera. And that was after being, that was after like really, really taking my time and setting that thing up. Um, gosh. But yeah. Yep. I think it's a good game. I like it. If you're going to get everything. Yes. Get it all. I would get it all. I wouldn't skip a beat on it. I would get it all if you're going to get it because just those expansion packs and the extra, it, it, it's just everything adds so much more to that game. And it's not that bad cost at no. the end of the day because most of the bad guys are all cardboard tiles everything's cardboard except for the characters yeah so that's 21 like 21 miniatures yeah that's not bad not bad at all but do you have any closing thoughts words of wisdom for the one person probably your wife who's still listening to this <laughs> Words of wisdom. I, you know, just I, the only words of wisdom I have is just make sure if you're playing board games and you're having, you're looking, just have fun, enjoy the game, enjoy the time. That's what they're all for. It's there's nothing else they're there for. Uh, the stories that these provide, even if the thing doesn't have a story to that you can tell to other people, is what it's all about. I love being able to play a campaign and talk with other people about it, and they can just go off about like oh is that what happened to you when you got to that that's this is what happened to me and then can you believe what happened in the story this happened to this person so you know campaign games are fun i enjoy them my channel has a lot of them i'm actually thinking about moving more towards uh, a little more one shotty things to just fuel a different fire for a little while because i've been because like you said, can't have 12 full-on campaigns going at the same time no i can max i can do this too i got shadow of brimstone and kingdom death monster <laughs> that's yeah, the most yeah. i can do <laughs> but everybody uh if you haven't subscribed to his channel then you should you'll find a link down in the description at least on youtube wherever you're seeing listening to this yeah. i don't know if that's going to be there i you haven't social media much i don't have a lot of i have a facebook page but i don't use it as much as i should i'm one guy i i work i got kids got family got games i really just do the youtube that's all i got time for i know sadly don't do the instagram don't do the tweeting don't do the <laughs> Facebook. I gotta hire somebody to do all that. But but he, but he will Snapchat with you. 
I, I will. What? No, I don't think it's I'll do that. It's very racist. It's horrible. Oh, um, that's fantastic. No, I have Snapchat either. I don't have anything. Uh, but check out the channel. Subscribe. If you go on, watch one of his videos, leave your commentary of whatever you, he did you thought was dumb. He will always respond. He will always be gracious in true Midwest fashion. This is true. This and, is true. And uh, thank you all so much for watching or listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Say goodbye. Oh, thank you all for watching and have a wonderful time. I look forward to meeting you at the table. Roar! It's amazing how bad your child is at Mario. Yeah, that was something else, I'll tell you. He's definitely not a chip off the old block. No, I'm kidding. I haven't even played the game yet.